Hello guys and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me your host Martin. Um, today I'm going to talk about the series, I'm going to carry on with a series we've been doing which is talking about strategies or markets on Betfair that people like to trade um, on football and kind of going through the positives and the negatives um, of which you know on every market there are many. The idea behind this is to give you this kind of balanced view and basically tell you well is this a market you look, you're looking to trade yourself? Is it a good idea for you to trade this market or is there actually a different market you should be trading? Um, I've talked about laying the draw in the first one. Um, so if you haven't listened to that, please do. In the second one, I've gone a bit off piece and I talked about both teams to score trading market because actually um, I find that market really interesting. It's not one I've had success with, but I do find interesting. If you didn't listen to that podcast, make sure you do. Um, they're both really good, really informative for traders. You know, I know what you, I know where you guys are at, most of you, and I know that obviously anything informative, you know, you guys are serious traders, right? I think people who listen to this are serious traders, and that's why I talk seriously with you. That's why I get in quite in depth with some of the Betfair trading chat, kind of chat that I've never really seen um, be talked about or heard be talked about before. Um, so I, I find it really interesting to do that for you guys. And I know from your feedback and comments that you're absolutely loving it. So I'm going to carry on. And today's subject is going to be the over 1.5 goals market. Probably, I would argue, the, the most popular trading market amongst traders because I hear about this market more than any other market, more than over 2.5, over 3.5, over 0.5. For some reason, over 1.5 goals has kind of captured the imagination of traders everywhere. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the positives and negatives of the market as, as we try and kind of unwrap and understand, well, why is this market so popular? Why do people love trading this market specifically? backing over 1.5 goals in particular. Um, so I'm going to start kind of going through a little bit of my history of the market because I find that that stuff really tends to help people. Um, well, from what you guys have told me anyway, you guys love it when I can put that personal spin on it. It's really important with all these podcasts and, and the videos I do that when you hear or watch them, make sure you're kind of thinking about applying it to yourself. So, you know, when I talk about these positive and negatives, think about them in your terms and go, oh yeah, would that work for me? Or, oh yeah, I'm not sure that works. You know, try and think about it from your perspective because that's the key, right? There's not, I always say this because it's still so prevalent. You know, whenever I see other training videos on YouTube and things that aren't from Betfair Training Community, I notice there's no emphasis on you the actual trader, right? It's more these guys talking about themselves or what they've done, but where's the emphasis on you? Where's the thought about, yeah, but how can you apply this? So that's what I really want you to think about. So I was first introduced heavily into the over 1.5 goals market a few years ago when I was part of a, of a kind of, I guess it was a kind of forum. It's very, there's only about five or six traders on there. Really good guys, really good guys. Um, and we used to we used to go for the over 1.5 goals markets because one of the guys there that was his that was his thing, um, and I just studied and studied and studied the over 1.5 goals markets, studied the teams that I thought were going to have goals that weekend, 
um, and traded, you know, accordingly. And we actually did all right um, from that. Um, but one of the things that struck me was, you know, it was very difficult to just trade over 1.5 levels of market from the start of a match because, you know, sometimes you were taking odds of around 1.2. Um, and when you're backing something at 1.2, you don't half need an amazing strike rate to win the trade. And I'm going to start off with that as a negative here, really, because the first negative of the over 1.5 levels market is, you know, if you're backing it early in a match, actually the odds are very short. And you need an incredible strike rate to win. And, and what will often happen is that even if you go on a good run, if you have two or three losses at those odds, it can wipe out, you know, a good amount of profit from, you know, over a set period of time. You know, two or three games could cost you two or three months of profit. It can be a brutal market in that respect, and that's definitely a negative of it. Now, I know that one of the things a lot of people on BTC do to counteract that and anyone who's followed Ryan's split stake strategy will know that he only gets involved on 30 minutes if it's nil-nil. I really like this, this kind of later entry. I'm always a big fan of later entry points. You know, when the odds start getting juicier, start getting more appealing, I think that you don't need such a high strike rate and you're taking a lot of pressure off yourself in that situation. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting market. And I definitely think that one of the negatives can be that if you end up backing over 1.5 goals, which is what most people tend to do, you know, I, I don't hear many people trying to lay uh, under 1.5, over 1.5 goals. Uh, it tends to be people going for goals, as always with football trading. We'd much rather go for goals and bet against goals. Um, you know, it's not a particularly pleasurable experience to, to bet against goals happening because... You know, you're absolutely sweating it every time the ball goes anywhere near a goal or anyone takes a shot even from 40 yards. So it's uh, it's really interesting that people do tend to pick that side of the market. Now, I'm going to counteract that negative with a real positive here. I've, I've actually, over the last month or so, now I moved house, so I haven't had broadband. For some reason, Virgin Media needed a whole month to get broadband into my house, even though the previous owner was a Virgin Media customer. Don't ask me, don't ask me why. I tried the customer services, that was no help. Um, but anyway, I've got broadband now, it's all good. But during that month, I had a lot of time to go back through my old results. And I went back through months and months of results, looking at um, looking at the members' strategies that we share with Betfair Trading Community, looking at the strategies that members have come up with and been profitable with that they've shared with us, they've been kind enough to share with us. And one thing I noticed on the whole was that the over 1.5 goals market had a better strike rate than backing a second half goal. Okay, now I found that interesting because some of these strategies were geared more towards late goals. Um, but not only that, you will often find the odds of over 1.5 goals at the start of a match are the same as the odds of a second half goal at half time. The reason being that if you back over 1.5 goals and you get to and you do get a goal before half time, it's kind of that's par, right? You need two goals, you got one goal halfway through a match, that's par. You know, if we're talking in golf terms, that's kind of that's acceptable, that's okay, that's what you'd expect. Now, the market then goes, right, so your chance of one more goal is about the same as over 1.5 goals at the start of the match. 
What I find really interesting, like I say, is that over 1.5 goals was striking about 5% better than a second half goal. Now that got my interest because often I will trade the second half goal market. So I was sitting there thinking, I, I kind of get it now. I, I kind of get the obsession with over 1.5 because 5% is a massive difference. And the odds, you know, my experience of watching the odds, the odds are not suggesting that over 1.5 at the start of the match is a 5% better chance than a second half goal. seems to me that second half goals, uh, the odds are pretty much the same as over 1.5 goals if there's a goal in the first half. Um, so I found that st I find that stuff really interesting. Um, and obviously, you know, from someone who trades it and from a trading perspective, it's something I now need to look into a lot more. So I definitely find that stuff interesting. Um, and I think as a trader, hopefully you will as well. So that's definitely a positive and something that I'm going to look into going forward. And I really advise you to, you know, I, I get a lot of guys who say to me, hey, what do you think of this strategy? Here are my results. And then I turn around and I say, that's good. Did you test all the other markets with the same selections? And they're like, oh, no, I just, you know, I discarded them if they didn't qualify, etc. Well, there's a lot of data there you can use. And also, you know, I might create a strategy for a first half goal, watch the markets, trade it for ages and go, do you know what? It's not got that great strike rate for first half goals. But hang on a second. The over 1.5 goal is striking at 90%. You know, something like that, something crazy. And you go, okay, I developed it for this reason, but actually it's worked out for another market. Well, who cares, right? I don't care if I've, backed an, if I've created an under strategy and I'm watching it and realizing it's a hell of a strategy if I was backing overs, right? The fact is, all we're really bothered about is making profits. So, you know, some of my best strategies have come from trying to find something different, watching the results and going, hang on, there's actually something in this, but not in the market I expected. Um, it's a bit like that philosophy I always use and I always suggest to people. You know, if someone comes up to me and says, oh, I've got this strategy, but it's losing money hand over fist. I go, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant. And then the people just look stunned. Why? Why on earth is that brilliant? Well, if you've got a strategy that is awful and losing money hand over fist, do the opposite. If you're backing over 1.5 goals in that strategy, lay it. You know, whatever you're doing, do the opposite and you will make a lot of money. Because the reality is, if it's really losing money hand over fist, I'm not just talking about a gradual loss that, you know, you won't be able to beat with commission. I'm talking about losing money hand over fist. Wow, you've got a strategy there that's probably going to make a lot of money if you just flip it. I mean, in theory, it should, right? Basic maths. Basic maths. So, that, definitely a little positive and negative there for you already on the over 1.5 goals market. I suppose another, another negative for me is I'm, I'm much more comfortable in a situation where I'm only looking for one more goal. So... As you know, if you followed me, a lot of times I'm entering the market 65, 70 minutes in the second half, maybe, you know, 25, 30 minutes in the first half if I'm going for a first half goal. I tend to just want one more goal. The reason being, I think it's, A, it takes some pressure off. And B, you know, if you just need one more goal, it's easier to win the trade, right? You know, 
if I'm going for two goals, sometimes I feel like, yeah, there could be a goal. But then what happens after that goal? Sometimes it might slow down. Something might happen. So it's really important for me to go, yeah, I need to go for that one goal. Um, and if I go for two goals, okay, fine. But I need a strategy if there's a goal. Because am I staying in that trade and just hoping it wins and just leaving it as an outright bet? Or am I closing after a goal? You know, what happens if the goal is late on? And then I close for a loss when if I'd left it, there might have been another goal. You know, I think you open yourself up a little bit more that with over 1.5 goals, trading in that way, you have to have a solid plan. Which actually, when you look at what the people on BetfairTradingCommunity.com do, if you go on the forum, if you look at what the likes of Ryan and Alan and etc. have done, they have a very clear plan and structure. And as much as sometimes I just think, if you're a good trader, just you know flow freely as a trader. When you look at the hard data, those with the plans are the ones who are making money, right? When you look at it, just just look at Betfair Trading Community, follow follow the selections, look at what people are doing. Those with clear set plans are the ones who are making the money. And, you know, there's a reason for that, isn't there? Remember that saying, I, I know I mentioned it a few times, you know, fail to prepare, you prepare to fail, right? That's the truest thing ever. You know, I mean, think about it, right? So one thing you, you might not know about me is that I don't drive, right? I've, I've got myself now in a situation where I'm going to have to drive. Um, when I was younger, I studied for a long time at uni. Um, I lived in a city. I never really had the need to drive till I was older. And by that point, you know, I was spending all my money on houses and, you know, trying to trying to get a house and get on the property ladder, etc. Um, but like I say, now that I'm in a house I'm quite comfortable in and I don't really want to move out of anytime soon, yeah, I can look into, into learning to drive. Well, my point about this is if I learned to drive and didn't do any lessons and just took my test straight off the bat, so if I didn't learn to drive, would I pass my test? I mean, I don't think anyone would pass their test if they'd never driven, never had any lessons, bang, just went and did the test. The reason is, it's that whole idea of you're not prepared, right? You wanna give, when you're trading on Betfair, you wanna give yourself that arsenal to be really prepared and kind of fight and you know fire those bullets when you need to, but also, be strategic and, and hold back and be clever when you need to. And if you don't prepare, it's very difficult to do that. And I feel like with over 1.5 goals, you have to prepare. Okay. Now, that can be a positive because you can say, well, those who prepare are doing well on this market. And that's true. Look, like I say, Alan and Ryan smashing it. And if, if you're ever in doubt and you just want to follow something or learn, go and look at that over 1.5 goals thread on the forum on the forum we run on betfairtradingcommunity.com because that's massive. You know, people in there are just, not only are they doing well with their trades, but almost just as important is the psychology and the thinking that goes on. It's like, it's advanced level trading for non-advanced traders, right? I think anyone can read that thread and really get into it. And they've really tried to explain it in layman's terms and, and it's just, it's fantastic what people are doing and that's the positive but the downside is and the negative is if you're not someone who wants to prepare 
if you're not someone who wants to do the research plan you know kind of if you're not someone who really wants to do the advanced trading work then over 1.5 goals it's a difficult market to trade and you're probably not going to trade it probably what you're going to do is you're going to gamble it and go i'm just going to bet it and again those who know me well know i'm not against set and forget betting if you've tested it and it works over the long run what i am against strongly against is getting involved in a trade not knowing what you're going to do if there's a goal and at what point you need to know whatever time a goal is scored you know write it down okay if there's a goal in the first five minutes this is what i do if there's a goal in the first 10 minutes this is what i do 15 minutes towards the end of a game write it down work out what is your plan test it if you're not sure just test it watch the games and go when should i've got out was i right to stay in in that moment um you know obviously with all this stuff but you know you can do your homework really well and then it works really well for you um i think one of the positives is kind of flipping one of the negatives where i talked about the fact you need two goals as a negative well okay but here's here's the positive side of that and i always like to counter these arguments you know i'm kind of playing devil's advocate with myself which is a bit weird um but let's go with it think about it this way at least you only need two goals right because if i'm trading over 2.5 over 3.5 not only do i need a lot of goals i need them quickly because on the over 3.5 for example the odds are going to shoot out if there's no goal in the first few minutes because when you need four goals well, you probably need an early one, right? Otherwise, the market's just going to go, this ain't happening. This ain't happening, mate. So that, for me, is, is a positive in terms of if you're someone who's been looking at over 2.5, over 3.5 because of the juicier odds, but not really sure what to do and kind of getting lost in certain things, I definitely think this could be a market that's worth exploring. Um, so, yeah, off the top of my head, I think they're the main positives and negatives just trying to think if i can think of uh, any other negatives off the top of my head i think and, and i think what's important really is to just be aware that if you're backing it at the start of the game you will need a really high strike rate i like i love what ryan does with his split state where he gets in at 30 minutes and 50 minutes i just think that works and you see with the with the wins he has and the percentages etc that that stuff does work um and i think it's like with all these markets, really, for me, if you can get in later on and it's profitable and you test it, it's worth doing because I definitely want juicier odds than 1.2 personally, right? You're not really going to catch me backing things at 1.2, 1.25 very often. And the times I do, to be honest, most of the times, a lot of the time afterwards, I think, why did I do that? That wasn't that wasn't a good spot. I talked a little bit about in a previous podcast about a really bad trade I made in the England Scotland game. Um, really well received. I'm I'm really glad you guys enjoyed that because I know that not a lot of traders talk about the lo- the losses, especially in things like podcasts and videos. Like I've noticed, no one ever really talks about that. I don't know if it's a taboo subject for them, but the reality is, as someone who's like I say, devoted my life to trading, I sure as hell know everyone loses, and everyone loses a lot right in trading everyone loses a lot of trades but profitable traders make money in the long run because they win more than they lose it's simple maths right the reality is no trader wins all the time and it infuriates me i actually had a guy the other day 
I had an argument with a guy. I mean, I, I actually can't believe what some people argue and think. I had an argument with a guy who said, I've got a trading strategy that wins every time. And I said to him, that that doesn't exist, right? That doesn't exist, you know. And I'm not talking about arbing, by the way. I'm not talking about match betting, which we know are very limited ways of making money, okay? You can do well out of them. There is a lot less risk. The big problem is they don't last, right? And and so many people come to us and say, oh, you know, I did match betting, but it's all really dried up and I'm barely making anything. Now it's time to really make some money um, and learn to trade. And so it's interesting. I had to have an argument with a guy and he was convinced he had an actual trading strategy that won. Every single bet won. Or every single trade won. Well, that's a nonsense. Right? It's a nonsense. And anyone who starts saying that, it's, in a way it's good when someone says that because you can just switch it off. right? Because if anyone ever says that, I know I can just turn it off. I mean, I've seen, I've seen videos of well-respected well, I say well-respected, kind of well-respected trader who, who's making these sort of claims. And I just cannot believe it. It's, it's painful to watch. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But, but, but I love the fact that you guys love my honesty. I love the fact that, you know, when I talk about a losing trade, which no one else ever really does, you respond well to that because you know that the reality of a good trader is that they do lose plenty of trades. Um, you know, and ask any pro trader in reality and they'll all tell you the same. If they're being honest, they'll tell you the same thing. Um, so, you know, and I think it's important for you guys to know this stuff as well, because what you don't want to feel is that, oh, no, I lost a trade. I must be a bad trader. One lost trade or even a few lost trades does not make you a bad trader. It's all about hundreds of trades over time, monitoring the profit, working out what works for you, looking at your strategies and systems and then implementing and pushing forward with the ones that work. And that's why I'm such a big advocate bringing this back to the 1.5 goals of looking into this market. And even if it's not a market you want to trade, just reading some of the stuff on the forum and looking into it, because I just feel like the learning that can be done on there, it's, it's brilliant. You know, and some of the guys on there, are, you know, are top notch. Uh, you'll know who they are if you're on there. Uh, I don't really need to mention, but... Um, some fantastic stuff that goes on. I really like the over 1.5 goals market. Um, it's one I'm going to be looking at more. I haven't. It's not one I've extensively traded in, to, in so much as I have when I've gone for one more goal in a game. You know, like a late goal, a goal late on, uh, or a late five. I love first half goals at the moment. Late first half goals. I think they can be golden because you just get such a good price. Um, but anyway, guys, I really hope this podcast been helpful hopefully it's helped you make a decision whether this is a market you want to trade personally you can probably tell i'm really passionate love this market myself um but the important thing is to remember that that doesn't matter for you okay um nothing i do or have done it has any relevance to you as to whether it will be a good market for you whether it be profitable for you and um, whether it will be something you want to pursue so really have a think about it yourself um, and then make that decision Okay, guys, I hope it's been helpful. I'll be back with another podcast and I'll cover another market strategy very soon.